Luciana's been out of it all day, Jack said when he came for supper that evening. You know how fragile she is. The least little thing upsets her. It always has, I retorted. I never even expected her for supper tonight, even though she accepted. I knew she wouldn't come. When we were children growing up together, Luciana had usually been the one to hang back, to drop out, to claim tiredness, even sickness, when she didn't wish to do something or if she was faced with a difficult situation. But fragile she wasn't. I knew that for a fact. She was strong and tough. Not that Luciana ever let anyone know this. Dissembling came to her readily and with great ease. She was a facile liar, an expert spinner of tall tales. It's been a terrible day, he said. I still can't quite accept that Sebastian's dead. I keep expecting him to walk in any minute. Jack made no comment, merely sipped his drink and rocked back and forth on his heels. I regarded him over the rim of my glass, thinking how unsympathetic and without emotion he was. I experienced a little spurt of anger. Jack could be so cold, cold as an iceberg. At this moment I hated him, as I had sometimes hated him as a child. His father had been found dead this morning, and yet he was behaving as if nothing had happened. He certainly wasn't showing any signs of grief. It struck me as being most unnatural, even though father and son had never really been close. I had been distressed for the entire day, fighting tears, engulfed by sadness. I mourned Sebastian, and I would go on mourning him for a long time. Suddenly, without preamble, Jack said, They took the body. Startled by this announcement, I gaped at him. Oh, you mean the police took the body away? To Farmington? For the autopsy? You got it. I really can't stand you when you're like this, I exclaimed, and I was surprised at the harshness of my voice. So cold and hard and detached. Half of it's pretense anyway. You can't fool me. I've known you for the best part of your life and mine. He shrugged indifferently, drained his glass, went and poured himself another drink. That Detective Canelli told me we'd get the body back tomorrow, he continued. Apparently, the chief medical examiner will do the autopsy first thing tomorrow morning. We can have the funeral later this week. What about a memorial service? Should we have one? If so, where? More important, when? As soon as possible, I have to get back to France. Though he was infuriating me again, I held myself still. Exercising great control, I responded calmly. In New York, I think that would be the best place, certainly the most appropriate at the Church of St. John the Divine. What do you think? Whatever you say. Jack flopped down in the chair near the fireplace and regarded me for the longest moment, a speculative look entering his eyes. No, no, I said, catching on at once. You're not going to talk me into arranging the funeral and the memorial. That's for you to do, you and Luciana, you're not going to shrug off your responsibilities as you have so many times in the past. I won't allow you to do that. You are the head of the Locke family now that Sebastian's dead, and the sooner you understand this, the better. There's the Locke Foundation to run for one thing, and you'll have to pick up the torch he dropped when he died. What do you mean? 
Yeah. What torch? The charity work, Jack. You'll have to carry on where he left off. Oh, no. No way. If you think I'm going to hand out money like a drunken sailor, then you're crazy. I'm not going to follow in Sebastian's footsteps, trailing halfway round the world and back, dispensing largesse to the great unwashed, so forget it, Viv, and don't bring it up again. You'll have to run the Locke Foundation, I reminded him. As the only son and heir, that's not only your inheritance, but your responsibility. Okay, okay, so I'll run it, long distance from France. But I ain't no savior out to cure the world of its ills and illnesses. Just remember that. My father was a madman. Sebastian did a great deal of good, and don't you ever forget that. Slowly, he shook his head. It's odd. It really is, the way you adore him still after all these years and after all the things he did to you. I don't know what you mean by that. He treated me very well, always. Mm, better than the other wives, I've got to admit. He liked you. Liked me? He loved me. He never loved anyone. Not me, not my mother, not Luciana, not her mother, not your mother, not his other two wives, not even you. He did love me. I told you, he wasn't capable of loving. He couldn't love anyone if his life depended on it. It wasn't in him. Sebastian Locke was a monster. He was not. And I know he loved me. Do you understand that? I know he did. As I sat watching him, thinking how sad it was that he was so wrong about his father, thinking how little Jack had known about him, it occurred to me that he bore a strong resemblance to Sebastian tonight. Their profiles were the same. Jack had inherited his father's strong jawline and aquiline nose, as well as his fine head of dark hair. As for their characters and personalities, they were as dissimilar as any two men could be.